right, welcome everybody. This is What's Up For You. And it's, uh, what, May 11th, 2021. So uh, let's start in the heart. And I want you to actually breathe into the heart space and breathe in as love. Instead of just breathing in love, as if it's coming from an external source, breathe in from your totality, the love that you already are. So we're breathing in love and we're exhaling in love. And we're breathing inhale, inhaling in love. and exhaling in love. So 360 degrees from every single aspect of your being and every single aspect there is love. It couldn't exist without that. And so we're breathing in from every single aspect of us into the center of the heart and exhaling back to every single aspect of us from the heart. One more deep inhale as love from all aspects of your being, exhaling as love to all aspects of your being. There we go. So let's just sit here for just a second. I want us to really feel us as love, not seeking anything, not looking to find something, not love being an external force or source but love being what you actually are. You might feel it like a field of consciousness or a spaciousness, a sourceness. But let's just claim and or reclaim that field of love as what you actually are. Because from there, truly all things are possible. When we're ready, we can just open our eyes back up. All right. If anyone has questions, that would be great because we don't have anything in the chat. Okay. Put those questions in. And um, in the meantime, I just wanted to say I was, you know, I was driving from California to Arizona. Uh, 
couple days ago to go for Mother's Day, spend some time with my one of my daughters. And on the way there, it was it was really evident to me. It was I was working with somebody over the phone. She was working with me, and we were working through some different pieces. And what I really noticed is this whole um, this awareness really came through and landed. It's stick. It was the awareness that where we create separation, where we create pain, where we create all kinds of experiences and expressions that you might we might perceive as quote unquote negative, we're creating all of those from a place of seeking love. It's it's we we seek love um, because we don't know that we are it. And it hit me that really early on in my life experience, I was um, hospitalized for 16 days and a lot of trauma came out of that hospitalization. And what I, what I noticed, what I got to as we were going through this processing of this uh, information, this, all of the all of the angst, all of the trouble, all of the pain, all of the suffering, all of the separation that seemed to come pretty much from that one event and then others built upon it. What I noticed is in that moment, you know, as a little person, as we always do, we're seeking the love of our parents. Yeah, and so is it possible that we create something, either we take on something, so that we can be in love of them or supporting them as little people do with their parents. Absorbing, again, feeling like that's a way of loving them and or receiving love. And or do we create different experiences in our reality so that we receive love? So if you are, um, if we are somehow um, feeling like we're not receiving love and we expect that we should be getting it from the outside in, isn't it probable that we would create some reality so that we could be nurtured, so that we could be loved, so we could be supported? Yep. And so we, so we could draw to us an attention point that would indicate love to us. And my question to myself since for three days now, um, and the reason why we did the meditation this morning, the way we did it is what happens if we are love? I mean, really, what, what happens if we are love? Because if we are love, then we're bringing everything to us, right? So if there's a discomfort or if there's a conflict or if there's a stress or an anxiety or a condition or whatever, can we bring that to ourselves as love? We also have a tendency as a, as a human race to, because we believe things are outside of us, we have a tendency to either look outside of ourselves for that, mm, let's say a solution or a remedy or a neutralization of that energy and or we push things back out and away from us 
when they're challenging. So when we have a challenging situation, the first thing we want to do is throw it out. You know, get it out, <laughs> get it away from us. And we would only do that if we didn't know that we were love. Because if we knew we were love, we would gather it up and bring it in. Yep, this problem, this challenge, this whatever, come on, come on. We're gonna, love is big enough, right? Love is full enough. Love is powerful enough. Love is all that is, ever has been, ever will be, right? It's, it's enough, <laughs> it's plenty, you know? So what happens when we bring that internally? And so I've been sitting with that a lot and also sitting with the, just the, the concept, the idea, if children were taught from the very beginning, if we were all taught from the very beginning that that's what we were, I mean, that one teaching, that one premise, you're not here to seek love. You're not here to get love. You are it. Think about the way a child would be treated. Think about a way a child would be, know themselves in the world and think about the way this world would be, you know? And so let's see if we can't do a little bit of reversal of that today. and. Um, yeah, be what we are, we love. Yeah. Sharon, do you have something for me? I do, and I think this ties into uh, where, where we are at. So it's actually from a mom and it deals with the son, but okay, move it around. It says, um, my son's very first Mother's Day message had, had to share. 18 months ago, we thought he was elementary, he was at elementary school comprehension. Loving you is one of the easiest things I do. Your patience, your trust, your never ending support. Loving you is the easiest thing I ever do. The way you speak to me, the way, the way you treat others. Loving you is the easiest thing I do. Because of you, I now have a voice people listen to. A real education, a life I never knew. Loving you is the easiest thing, is his message. Um. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll start right at the beginning with the tears. So, um, damn, hooey, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So let's, I want to do something because this, talk about this kid having a voice and being able to penetrate those of us here and we take that out into the world. Sharon, would you read it again? And I, this time when you read it, I want you to, I want each of us to hear it as it's, as it is being read to each of us and that it is a reflection of the love that we are, what we just talked about. Okay. So. Loving you is one of the easiest things I do. Your patience, your trust, your never ending support. Loving you is the easiest thing I do. The way you speak to me, the way you speak about me, the way you treat others. Loving you is the easiest thing I do. Because of you, I now have a voice people listen to, a real education, a life I never knew. Loving you is the easiest thing I do. Save that, my dear. <laughs> and whoever 
put that in there with, is it okay for me to send that out to a broader audience? Because I would love for people to receive that. Yeah, yeah, okay, thank you. So her question is, <laughs> what, are, what are you seeing the, in the energetic field that is supporting our kids? And what else do to do to support their embodiment? Um, love yourself the way they love you. It's just really simple. It's um, where we're continually looking to support their embodiment or to support them in their embodiment, but their embodiment has to do with being able to be here as love, right? Be here as love. And so the best way for them to be here as love is to have a frequency to match love, yeah? And so as we offer ourselves that, as we literally, and that's what I want, why I wanted that, that statement that that amazing child made, you know, to be really heard and received is because when we really receive it and we know that we are it, this population shows up a whole lot faster. They need the frequency of love. Yeah. You need the frequency of love to be here. And um, it sounds like you already have a really amazing start <laughs> or you wouldn't have gotten that reflection in the first place. So, okay. I find myself like feeling like I don't know much these days. Now that my heart is open and full, I am so conflicted about what science is, isn't. I used to be scientific and now when I am engaged in conversations about science, especially now with biologics, how the body works with respect to the vaccines, I really don't know what the heck to believe. I, if we are everything loved and can anything, Thing really really hurt us unless we believe it will right so um so i think the important part of that question is the word believe so it's it's one thing to believe something if i i can say i don't believe that i i believe i'm invincible and therefore i can step out in the street <laughs> and won't get hit by a car, right? I can believe that, but there's, there's a difference between believing something and knowing it. There's a difference between believing it and embodying it. And so what I know or what I have noticed in my own experience and is that number one, we're all evolving and everything is evolving. And will there be a time where every single one of us can transmute anything we wanna transmute? Absolutely, why not? You know, as we're evolving back into knowing what we actually are, what we are in truth and acting from that place, then yes, there can be all kinds of amazing things that are gonna be transformed. And quite frankly, the very fact that we all are evolving is that in and of itself is transforming all kinds of things from the inside out. You know, part of the reason why 
things are falling apart is not because of some external source or force. It's because of us. It's because we're, we're evolving. We're demanding something else, right, from the inside out. And so whatever we demand from the inside out, whatever our consciousness is requesting is then met by the outside. It's not the other way around. It's the, outside, the outer landscape always reflects the inner landscape. It can't be any other way because the outer landscape is a projection of the individual and collective. Yep. So, so yes, at some point we can transmute anything. Um, and I've watched a lot of people um, transmute all kinds of things in their lives. I've watched all people, all kinds of people heal from all kinds of amazing things, embody and heal and embody and heal. My, my question to myself in this moment around the biologics of the vaccine piece is one, how fully do I actually believe that I am the embodiment of love? How much do I believe that I am an embodiment that could transmute um, anything, everything? Yeah. And two, if I don't yet fully believe that or don't fully, let's take the word belief out, if I don't fully know that yet within my own presence, within my own awareness, know myself as that, then what kind of choices do I want to make? You know, it's, um, you know, and whether it's, whether it's true or not, whether it's fear and pro another degree of fear and propaganda, another degree of separation energy or not, my question to myself is always, do I want to make it more challenging for myself to know who and what I am, or do I want to make it less challenging for myself? Can I use everything and anything to come to that awareness? I believe so. I believe so. But to me, it's just, I've got so many hours in the day and so much energy, let's say, infinite energy, but in my world anyway, so much to expend in any given day for right now. I want to expend that energy remembering, knowing that I am love. Yep. I want to spend that energy embodying that as fully as I can and not spending my energy trying to work out. Um, yeah, it, some of those other, it's like, taking in as little as I can into my body, taking in it as far as things that are controversial or things that um, are polarized. Um, I think a lot of the energy that we're taking in, let's say in a vaccine or in anybody else's choice is the polarization of that energy. Yeah, I mean, we can look at what's actually in it as well, or supposedly in it, but I, I'm a, I'm a, um, 
not an either or, but a both and kind of girl, which I say over and over again. And so how can we, how can we bring what we want to bring to us? And quite honestly, I mean, is it even true that some of these things that are being suggested that we must have, is that true? Is that true in love? Yeah? I, yeah. So as far as not knowing or feeling like you know less than you've known before, I think that's a really good sign. <laughs> you know, it's like, I just, I think it's such a good sign because, you know, what we believe that we know is heavy on the belief and not so much on the knowing. You know, what we believe we know. And I feel like right now in collective human history, we're moving more towards knowing what we know, not just believing what we think we know. Yeah. So if we start there, who knows what's possible? I was looking into a certain foundation's viewpoint on, the co on what COVID is that the virus is an emotional expression, but then the foundation promotes an external device to protect yourself. Mm -hmm. And so she, I think they're just wondering. Um, yeah, yeah, I get it. So um, so first, let, let's go back. Let's go back into the place within each and every one of us that knows. Where there's a lot of things that we're all trying to figure out. And all of those questions are, are based on really somebody else's understanding of what this thing is, you know, how it might impact us, what we what we can or can't do about it. But so let's go, let's just, let's just sit here for a second in knowing. So if you pull from the totality of your being, every single aspect of you, and there are a lot of them, from all times, all spaces, all realities, all dimensions, all mm, aspects of truth. Yeah, truth itself. If you pull that energy close to you, you pull that in as you're knowing. Yeah, right there. So you pull that energy in as you're knowing. And regardless of what somebody else says, you're going to follow the path of your own knowing. Yep, you're going to follow your own trajectory. You're some well-respected person 
that you admire and love and appreciate that says one thing, if that doesn't match with your knowing, please don't follow it. Please don't listen. You know, so this knowing and the biggest challenge for us as human beings or beings having a human experience is we have been so conditioned from the moment we got here over and over and over again to listen to the external that we've really have shut off this knowing that lies within each and every one of us. And so we know, we, if I asked any of you, are there aspects of you that are challenged? Are there aspects of you that are wounded from childhood? Are there aspects of you that are confused? You'd say, yeah, yeah, I know those aspects really well. But doesn't it make sense that if I also asked you, are there aspects of you that know? Are, those, are there aspects of you that are the antidote to that healing? I mean, to that crisis? Are there aspects of you? But see, we haven't been conditioned to that part. Nobody told us that that part exists just equally to the part. And so we've paid all of our attention to what does somebody else say? What does somebody else know? What's true for them? And, and we, especially if they're an authority figure, we have added energy to that. But let's pull in all the parts of you that know. All the parts of you that have lived this same kind of experience in other realities, in other timelines. Yeah, what did you learn from that experience so that you know something different now? And as we pull all that energy in, we're going to notice that just about everything in the world that is external to that knowing is a contradiction. So there will always be, always be this polarity, right? They, they believe this, they say this, but they're counteracting it with that. Seems like, right? seems like a paradox and it is yep so our job is to pull all of our energy back in that knows and to navigate these paradoxes through our own knowing yep making our choices step by step Instead of having it be a this or that, it could be a both and. Instead of being an either or, it can be I'll take this piece, but this piece doesn't really serve my knowing. And it could be the same person that you're saying yes to and the same person that you're saying no to, usually within the same sentence, <laughs> including me. <laughs> so, yeah. I hope that's helpful. 
All right, next question. Taking into account what you were saying uh, to a question ago, I know I am transforming and beginning to make quite big changes or allow these changes, but many people around me are still in 3D fear matrix. And this makes me feel I'm going a little crazy. Is this our outer reflection of our own fears? Um, it could be, but well, let me, um, let me say it this way. Everything is, everything that is external is some form of projection, either from the individual and or from the collective. In this case, what I would say is as we know that we're evolving, as we know that we are more embodying, um, let's say truth, not, not a truth, but the truth of who we are. The truth of who we are is the same truth that everybody else is. The truth of who I am is, the truth of who I am as love, as a spark of the divine is the exact same truth that you are as love, as a spark of the divine. There's no separation there, could not be any separation. There might be a, a difference in the degree to which somebody knows that, but there's no separation in that at all. So when we go to this place of, of the external, right, the external, and it can be very crazy making. Um, I know I've experienced that quite a bit, feeling like, you know, it, you can feel like you're the only person on the planet who feels the way you do. What I noticed in my own experience is if I was in my knowing and walking through the world, in those moments, that outer landscape didn't bother me. It didn't, um, it, it didn't irritate me. I might play with it a little bit to see what it's like, but it didn't bother me. Whereas if I was in my own polarization or in my own separation, if I was in my own feeling of like, I'm right, they're wrong, I'm good, they're bad, or I'm bad, they're good, you know, whatever the dance of the mind is, that's when that outer landscape seemed to be a little bit more crazy making. From this place of knowing, we can look at the outer landscape and there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot that just flat out doesn't make sense, right? It's like, it's, it, it just doesn't make sense no matter what side of the fence you fall on, no matter how, what your belief systems are, it just is all over the place right now. And so to me, that's just an indication there that there is an awful lot of dismantling. So going on and nothing can really hold, nothing can really hold true because it's not true. It's, it's not true. So if we go into our, if we again, pull in this energy of our own knowing of, what knows, what pull in all the aspects that know, know themselves as love, know themselves as the totality, as the wholeness, as the essence, right? 
If you walk through the world as that, what I guarantee is one, you probably will set some people off. So they might act crazy around you, right? And or two, well, two is a given. You will be creating that spark of the divine, the spark of that love that they are within them, right? So that is going to happen. You are going to create that spark within them. How they act or how they react to that spark may vacillate depending on where they are in their own growth. But the fact that you are, you don't have to say anything to them. You can just walk through a space and you are going to activate that part of their knowing. The part that you know activates the part of their knowing that they can know. Yeah, it's just, it, 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 that's entanglement. I mean, that's just the frequency, a higher frequency is always going to offer a, um, an opportunity to a denser frequency. Yeah. So the craziness part of it is where we might, we might get pulled into, and it's very easy to do, we might get pulled back into this idea that, well, wait a minute, are they right or am I right? Again, now we're in polarity. So as soon as you feel that crazy making part, go right back to pulling in all those aspects of you that are already whole, that are already total, already love. And then look at the same picture again and see if it changes, because it probably will. All right, that is it on questions. Okay, cool. Um, let me, um, so again, I wanna, let's go back in again. Let's just right into the heart space. Not necessarily because for any other reason other than it's the center of us, so to speak. And the heart is really good at having, let's say, dimensional access when it's open and when we're with it in the moment. <clears throat> so again, let's let's have the heart act as a magnet and it's magnetizing everywhere where we're already whole, already where aspects of us that know the essence of our own being, that knows what we are in truth. And let's magnetize to us all of those aspects that can and have already lived that truth, lived from that place, expressed from that place. 
Yeah, draw it in, draw it in, draw it in. And you'll notice the more you even consider that you can draw this energy in, the more the heart relaxes, the more the body relaxes, the more the mind kind of quiets. So we've only been fed half the equation. We've only been fed the parts of us that seem to be lacking, but there are equally vast aspects of ourselves that aren't. And even the consideration that we could pull that forth, choose it, activate it within ourselves, come to know it with a little bit of practice, with a little bit of, let's say, focused intention, time, then we really begin to create an outer landscape, an outer world that is based on our capacity, not based on our limitations. And we know what the world looks like when we base it on our limitations because that's what's falling apart right now. So even today, if you just spent a little bit of time knowing yourself as love, <clears throat> knowing yourself as the essence that you are, knowing yourself in truth. And we don't know that until we start drawing that energy into us, magnetizing it to us. So play there and see what happens to your outer landscape, okay? All right, lots and lots of love to everybody. Thanks for making it and I will see you next time, okay? Bye.